You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. While the country of Jordan's coast was blown apart by a deadly explosion this last week, the east coast of the United States is dealing with Hurricane Isaias. Also along the east coast, New York's Attorney General Letitia James filed a lawsuit against the National Rifle Association. Since the NRA is registered as a charitable organization in New York State, she is able to investigate the financial status of the group and claims there has been fraud. The NRA was formed in 1871, and with over 5 million members now, they are proud to be, quote, defenders of history's patriots and diligent protectors of the Second Amendment, unquote. The NRA's president, Carolyn Meadows, calls the allegations baseless and an attack on freedom. Speaking of guns, over a thousand people were denied the ability to buy a gun in Virginia since the new law was passed, putting restrictions on how many firearms one is able to purchase each month. Because a recap of the news would not be complete without the mention of the national health crisis, this week, Mayor Eric Garcetti of Los Angeles has decided that instead of just limiting non-essential businesses, authorities have the permission to shut off power and water to the houses of families who host large gatherings in their homes. COVID isn't the only health crisis, according to Michigan's Governor Gretchen Whitmer, though. She made an executive order declaring racism a public health crisis, and so... We move on to the next subject that is monopolizing headlines. State Representative LaShawn Ford from Illinois looks to eliminate the problem of racism by calling on the Illinois State Board of Education to, quote, take immediate action by removing current history books and curriculum practices, unquote. But many are convinced that defunding the police is the way to go. While several cities were originally all gung-ho on the idea of defunding the police, they are finding it a little more difficult to accomplish than they thought. On July 9th, for instance, a majority of the Seattle City Council members thrilled many by making a statement that they agreed with defunding their police department by 50%. Yet this week, the plan was voted down by all except one. In June, Minneapolis City Council members brought an amendment that would allow the citizens to vote whether the police department should be dismantled or not in the November elections. Also this week, the Charter Commission voted to hold that amendment, though, and keep the question off the ballot. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, truck driving is listed in the top five of deadliest jobs. So out of safety for its drivers, JKC Trucking out of Illinois will no longer deliver to cities who are defunding the police. Both President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden do not support defunding the police, saying that it won't fix the problem. Now, there's a young man who thinks he has the answer. Jonathan Isaac, the 22-year-old NBA player who refused to kneel for the national anthem in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, became rather popular. This proven by the fact that his jersey took a steep climb in sales this week, second only to LeBron James. When commenting on the problem of racism, he stated he chose to stand, saying, quote, I feel like the answer to it is the gospel, unquote other young people worth mentioning this week should be popular not because of the words they say or the sports they play, but because of the lives they gave. Nine Marines and one sailor, all between the ages of 19 and 23, died in a training accident off the coast of Southern California this past week. This comes as a reminder that every month, lives of servicemen and women are lost. Just to mention a few casualties from the month of July, Army Sergeant Brian Mount, a 25-year-old paratrooper, was killed in eastern Syria. Army First Lieutenant Joseph Alba, 
a 24-year-old died in Afghanistan. Army Private First Class Alexander Kloss died in Kosovo. Army Specialist Vincent Yabaria, a 21-year-old who died in Afghanistan. Each life lost hits home for someone, for families who have lost a loved one. Another life honored this week by many is the life of Herman Cain, a well-known businessman and politician. Cain was born into a home where hard work was normal. His father worked three jobs as a chauffeur, barber, and janitor while his mother was a cleaning woman. Cain summed up his life well when he said, quote, the possibility of success was motivating me more than the fear of failure, unquote. What is your motivation? When we take some time and think about the reasoning behind our actions, a purposeful life is the result. You only have one, you might as well use it living with success. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Fuse. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.